0: Josh. That was a, Ed was like across the room there. He was like, oh crap, I got to do my intro. <laughs> <laughs> welcome to the Gleeful. Uh, wow. Uh, welcome to the Gleeful Podcast with Josh Jen and Ed. Uh, you can find us online at gleefulpodcast.com, on Twitter at Gleeful Podcast. Uh, I'm at Josh Bernal. She's at Jenny B. Creative. He's at Edward Giordano. We open there with last so, Friday. So night. I
1: claim. So I claim. <laughs> uh oh. Uh oh. Is there
0: somebody mean?
2: falsely tweeting no well. no
1: i'm just kidding i just i, just, <laughs> I, just, I just did it for
2: dramatic effect
0: by the uh that we opened up there with last friday night from the latest episode of glee entitled pot oh gold so that's about all i have to say about that uh <laughs> i don't want to start the show off on a negative note but this song is about getting drunk and having a threesome so that's a little irresponsible to me Cause we, Easy, Josh. Because we sell this song on, like, Disney Radio, for God's sake. Please. Hey. Come on now.
2: They do. You don't have kids. What are
0: you worried about? <laughs> Touché. <laughs> I don't have kids. Uh, but, yeah, we'll we we um, we'll talk about Pot of Gold in just a second. But before we do that, uh, we, had, well, we, we got to interview somebody pretty awesome. We got to interview the supervising casting director of the Glee Project, uh randy bernstein and uh we're gonna play that interview for you uh but before we do um this is for the glee project season two which you can uh audition for and get more information at thegleeprojectcasting.com. so definitely check that out but let's go ahead and uh, uh let's play our interview with randy right now so we're joined right now by randy bernstein uh the supervising casting director from the glee project good evening randy What's up, guys? I'm happy to be here. Thank you for joining us. Uh, So you're um, doing casting for season two right now?
3: Season two of the Glee Project. We start our casting calls actually this weekend in Chicago.
0: And you're doing Chicago this weekend and then Nashville and New York. Is that right?
3: You got it. So we start in Chicago, then we, uh, we... we drop down for a day, and then we get to Nashville for two days, and then we drop down, and then we get to New York by uh, by the following weekend. So, pretty pretty exciting tour.
0: And people can find that on Glee. Oh, I'm sorry, dot com.
3: Yes, please go to TheGleeProjectCasting.com dot and don't forget to register. If you're coming to a casting call, please register. It helps us know many people are coming it helps us to get to know you before you come and it's just always good to uh to just you know put a face with the name when you show up
0: and what should people expect when they go to a glee project casting call
3: they should expect a lot of fun um <laughs> you know last year these casting calls were like nothing i'd ever seen people were breaking out in song people were creating their own little choirs i mean it was it was phenomenal. I mean, it, it, it honestly has been the best show I've ever cast. And I've done everything from Project Runway to Top Chef to The Biggest Loser, Master Chef. So, you oh, know, wow. I, I've, seen, I've seen a lot of, of these different shows and how, you know, the castings work. And I can say by far this is one of my favorite ones.
0: So, I mean, this must be different, though, because, like, for something like Top Chef, do you have open casting calls or something like that?
3: You know what? We have casting calls, but of course, chefs can be a bit lazy, so they <laughs> rarely show up, so you have to go after them.
0: Ah. Wow. You know,
3: um, performers who are used to auditioning, who are used to coming to casting calls, you know, who are excited about it, who, you know, I can tell you that there will be some special guests at these casting calls besides Robert Gorich. You will see... Um, and I don't know if I'm allowed to announce the special guests yet, but um, a few of them may have won the Glee Project Season 1, <laughs> so we're excited to have them there for, uh, for a few of these.
0: And after the Glee Project Season 1, you can actually say, a few of them won, because we didn't end exactly. up before. Yeah.
3: <laughs> Was... we'll, we'll have a few winners on hand to say hi and group people on and, and all that good stuff. Was that a
0: surprise to you as the casting director when four people won the show, or I guess two plus two won the show?
3: It's funny. I mean, I always go into something like just thinking, oh, my God, one person is going to come in. I think it's a massive compliment to me and to Robert and to everybody else that was involved that they couldn't make one decision. I, I, I thought it was awesome.
2: Yeah, that's really incredible. I mean, it was it was so much fun for us to watch, and it was kind of exciting each week. We're like, oh, I don't know what's going to be. Um, if you don't mind it, me jumping in, I have a question. Mm-hmm. Um, at, yeah. at this point in the process, do you have an idea it, how many more people you have auditioning this year than last year?
3: Well, I can tell you that we've had over eighty thousand people register their name and email. That's wow. not how many people have registered for the show, but it's. A lot. It's double of what we had last year. Wow. So that's really, really exciting. You know, at the end of the day, you know, it's going to be thousands, and I can already tell you we have great people in the mix.
2: Oh, wow. Oh, that's exciting. Um, yeah. Are there are a lot of people that are coming in that, um, oh, well, at this point, you really haven't met them. So, or have you met them, or is it just right now it's all online?
3: I have not. I have, I, we've seen people that have, have pre-registered their okay. profile there if you go to the glee project casting.com don't forget the thought <laughs> there are you know people can actually watch other people and and share them and post them on facebook and you know root people on we, we're trying to create a really fun social community of leaks. oh that's so awesome feel free to come by and and, and root on your favorites and, and say hi
0: now, how does the, um, are you, you, you're doing the MySpace auditions again, or I guess they're just YouTube now, or are they on MySpace again?
3: Well, no, they're not on MySpace. Um, we're not doing those auditions. The auditions that we're doing this year are, um, on our own site. We built a, uh, our own site this year, and it's, it's, uh, it's working great. People can, uh, actually audition via their, their, uh, their iPhones, as well as their webcams, which is awesome, and it's. It's allowing people, you know, uh, hopefully the opportunity to audition from wherever they are.
0: Now, the last year, last year it seemed I Ed, you, correct me on this, but it seemed to be about like sixty forty oh. online auditions to in person auditions. Was that right, Ed?
1: For like the final twelve. Yeah, yeah. I was, yeah, I, was yeah. I, mean, I was gonna I, I was gonna ask you that is. What percentage of the people were online auditions that actually made the show versus people who actually came out to the auditions?
3: It's a really good question. It was was fairly even. I would say we ended up finding more people online. But, I mean, people like Mateus, people like Hannah, um, I'm trying to think who else uh, came to an actual open call. Cameron came to an open call. So wow. you know, and it's always better, and we always encourage people to come meet us in person, come say hi, come show us what you got. It's different seeing somebody on on screen compared to meeting them. Oh, absolutely. You
0: know, and Ed, you attended the uh, Chicago auditions last yeah. year. Uh, yes, I did. To, it was, to it was, talk to people,
1: it was exciting. There was there was a whole lot of people there and a whole lot of talent, and I, I got to meet Robert, which was fantastic. Now, is Ed, there?
3: I get a chance to meet you. I your your voice sounds familiar, but I don't. There's a, I don't there's a
1: up. there's a decidedly possible chance of that. I, I attended the Saturday auditions of on, at Chicago, okay. so maybe maybe. <laughs> um, and I was going to ask you, like, with the Glee project as a whole, are you going to? Because I know Ryan Murphy said in several interviews and in and in other things that he regretted some of the decisions he made. Is is there any chance that a there will be a bigger cast of finalists this year and B that there'll be some interactive um, with form of voting in the summer. I realize you probably want to tape it and then you wanna you want to have a winner chosen so you could write the scripts, but I I would I would hope for some more interaction with America when deciding the winner.
3: You know what I love that idea. I don't know to be honest with you. I I, I uh, I'll run it by the power at oxygen. I, I love the idea of of some sort of interactive you know, connection to the show and and some live elements. I don't know. Unfortunately, I'm not on the production side and the creative side, so I'm not sure what they have in the works. But it's definitely a good idea, and I will pass that on.
1: Well, like the Glee project, fo- focused a lot on not only the performances, but like the interaction of the actual the actual kids with had with each other, which is good. Which is good for showing personality. But in terms of finding finding the actor i would rather i would i personally would rather have it more focused on like like having like a actual acting uh clinic and a and a singing part of the show like have have that be two different like have them show that they could actually portray emotions without over emoting and actually being good actors do you think there's any chance of having like a legitimate acting challenge this year
3: I think that we found that acting is a huge element in the show, so I would not be surprised if that becomes an element. You know, I think there's only so much, unfortunately, that you can fit into an hour, and I think they really nailed the format. But I would not be surprised if that is something that is absolutely implemented. I think it's extremely important, and uh, and it's and it's something that we need to look for.
0: Now, what are you looking for, Randy? Like, when someone uh, shows up at the event or or when you're watching a MySpace video, I mean, I don't know at what part of the stage you personally interact with them, but, um, you know, as a general casting note, uh, the group seemed pretty varied last year. What was one of our comments we kept having is, like, if nothing else, it was a really varied group to have Hannah on the same show as Bryce, you know, and, and to go across the board. Uh, is... What, what's the initial... What are you looking for at the different stages?
3: You know what? It's a little bit of everything. I mean, I feel like... I feel like the show encompasses a little bit of everything. So that's kind of what we, what we set out to do, you know? And, and it really all depends on who shows up and who comes out and who is great. I mean, really, it's all about talent, first and foremost. And then everything else comes after that, you know? So there may be somebody who shows up that we may not have expected, you know, that we were looking for. And I would just say we're looking for, you know, what what you saw last year, and you know, I mean, I don't want to give away too much because I don't want to ruin the element of surprise, but, you know, we, we will be looking for, you know, not only, you know, fun, cool kids, but but also, you know, the, the misfits that make Glee so fantastic.
0: Now, at uh- you're one of the first people that actually puts eyes on these kids. So were there any big surprises for you this, this past season? Somebody who, who showed up like, like, I don't, as a viewer, I don't certainly didn't think Hannah had that in her. And she turned out to be such a fun aspect of the show. Uh, were, were there any big surprises Hannah. you had? You loved Hannah?
3: I love, I love Hannah. She was, Honestly, one of—I mean, I don't want to say they're one of my favorites because they're all my favorites. But <laughs> Hannah was so genuine, so sweet. Um, you know, I would say uh, Mateus was a was a nice a nice surprise as well. Um, and it's it's funny. It's 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 like any other show. Sometimes you think you're going to get something out of somebody, and you don't get that. But then you. Think you're not going to get something out of somebody else and then they surprise you so it's always you know and I hate to be so ambiguous but it's always so nice to to uh, you know it, you're pleasantly surprised
0: that's very cool uh, Jennifer yeah well yeah
2: a- I mean just kind of supporting that I mean having watched Glee for a couple of years and then seeing the 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 finalists for the Glee project I mean you look at somebody like Samuel and you're like that is not an obvious choice. For somebody yeah. to audition. Like, I could think of a couple of other co- competition reality shows that I could, you know, absolutely see him in. So, this <laughs> wasn't an obvious fit for him. And then to see him go so far and to see him evolve and, you know, develop as an actor and as a performer and everything, it was really, it was a lot of fun.
3: And I think what's cool about Samuel is that he came out here with literally no money and had been supporting himself through grew playing on the streets and I mean he just had that great story had a great look yeah. you know and he was he was a bit awkward he he did feel like he was you know that that he was kind of on the outside looking and he wasn't quite in the in crowd even though you would think he would be
0: right interesting yeah, yeah. It, it was funny how uh um the the, the show kind of it it like the drama. I don't want to say it happened naturally because it is a reality show at the end of the day. But like Cameron leaving and things, I was like, "What?" Well, did not see that one coming. It Definitely had its yeah. twists and turns.
2: Yeah, I that picked him to go the way. to all of us.
0: <laughs> How far into the show are you involved? Do you leave after casting, or do you continue throughout I the process?
3: Do. I leave. I leave after casting, and of course, they don't like to tell casting too much because we have a big mouth. <laughs> um, but um, and I actually—it's funny. I actually like to play along, so I enjoy watching the show from home. I don't want to know who the winner is. You know, i i had I had heard early on a rumor, and I just tried to ignore it because I like playing along. I like to to watch the shows and not know who who gets to the very end. It's fun for me to to really you know, engage with the show as well.
0: But, so, I mean, admittedly, of, you must have seen Lindsay the first time and said, she's gone. Like, she's going to be around for yeah. a while.
3: Oh, Lindsay blew us all away. I mean, yeah. Alex, when you first saw him, holy <laughs> crap, that boy could see. I mean, it was like, it was, it gave you chills. And, and the fact that, a lot of these people had never auditioned for an American Idol or an X Factor or, you know, any of the other music shows out there it was really refreshing. Like, they really, they really felt like Glee was what they wanted to be a part of it. And it was, and you know, it was, it was awesome for us to, to be a part of, of that first experience of that big audition with them. You know, yeah. it was a first time for all
0: of us, which was great. That's very cool. Lindsay's actually in a, in a show uh, about two blocks from our house, right now. Or I guess she starts <laughs> a next month. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, it's a nice, it's,
2: nice. It's Snow White Christmas or something like that. So yeah. she
0: starring Lindsay. Yes, yeah, st- on the billboard yeah. it says starring Lindsay Pierce from the Glee project. <laughs> oh, wow, that's awesome! Yeah, nice. That's pretty exciting.
3: Uh, so, were you guys excited about? I mean, I'm turning it around and asking you guys a question. <laughs> what did you think? Because Obviously, I mean, you love Glee. What did you think when, you know, they came out with a reality show for for Glee to find, you know, somebody to not replace somebody already on the show, but to, you know, ultimately be be a, a, a huge part of it?
0: Well, I know, like, for Jennifer, in my perspective, and I guess, Ed, you're included here as well, we all started podcasting about American Idol, so the the Glee Project was not totally far from what we were accustomed to. I can say for myself, it was like cautiously optimistic uh, when reading the word, because I do love to watch kids sing. And I my favorite part of Idol and my favorite part of the Glee Project are those little glimmers of realization where someone impresses themselves. And there were moments you would get from like, uh you know mainly on on the glee project they did come from samuel and damien where like they would kind of be in an elimination performance and halfway through the song damien would be like oh my gosh i can do this and it's like a really (laughs) it's one of those just like you know rare moments that you get to see occasionally on television or in real life um and so that was kind of what I brought to it. But then, you know, they are kind of mucking around with a show that we all love a lot. To a certain extent, you're kind of like, how exploitative is this going to be? So I think caut- cautiously optimistic was another thing. Also, we've all followed Ryan Murphy so so closely. We know that he's a bit of a wild card and you never quite know what he's going to do. So I had that opinion, Jennifer
2: yeah I mean, I guess I guess in a way I was also reservedly optimistic. I was excited to have something going through the summer in the absence of the show. but I think after watching season two of Glee, I think we were feeling a little um you know guest star overload and feeling like after a while the the storylines got a little diluted because they were trying to fit in so much. but then you know, stepping back and you know accepting well, okay. Granted, some of these kids are going to graduate, and they they want they don't want to just you know bring in somebody they don't know. So I thought it was pretty fun to kind of get to know these the the performers as people, and then get to watch the characters that they might evolve evolve into on the show itself. And like for me, that was a lot of fun. And then Ed, you you love reality shows. Apologize, we're
0: <laughs> we're across the street, across from the uh, fire station. Fire station.
2: Um, That's okay. <laughs> <laughs> so we're always the first in line if there's a fire, which is nice. But um but Ed, Ed is like reality show king. So
0: Yeah, Ed, I mean, thinking, what Ed? was your yes. opinion?
2: <laughs> he knows um, everything about every I reality th- show. I I found
1: aspects of the Glee project frustrating to be 100% honest. I thought I thought the elimination process might not have been the actual best way to eliminate people like even excluding a public vote which i think is the way you should be going but i understand there are there are limitations that may prevent that from actually being possible i think i think it would have been better if instead of instead of punishing those who didn't do well rewarding those who 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 did well like as like as you picked out a bottom three each week well you didn't actually do this but i mean as the show picked <laughs> out a bottom three and then ryan murphy got to eliminate one but people that he saw time and time again who were in the bottom ryan had a chance to gain a repertoire with and not with people like samuel who we honestly didn't even see to the final four probably i i believe so anyways and it'd be it'd be nice if if you kind of turned it turned the entire competition on its head and had the 12 perform if you do their do their music video and, and re- give the three people a chance to sing in front of ryan murphy and then those three people and and ryan could pick one of those three to go to the final six and then repeat that process until you, for six weeks so so that way or six rounds rather so that way you're 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 picking out a top six and not eliminating from a top 12 And you're probably, you're probably like Ed, you're crazy. It's okay. <laughs> no, Ed,
3: I'm trying to I'm trying to figure out what what show I can put you on. You're 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 interesting to me.
0: He is interesting to all I, of us.
3: <laughs> I'm like, I'm trying to think. I'm like, hmm, do we put him on Master Chef? Do we put him on. Clay? <laughs> like, what do we put him on? I um, would I would love
1: to be on any because I am the i i am the self-proclaimed expert of reality television but <laughs> well but Ed, you're obsessed
0: with big brother like if you could be on any show you'd be on big brother
1: well i'm oh yeah that's one i definitely want to audition for for sure <laughs> that why well, i'm i'm auditioning for big brother 14 but that that's another this is another conversation but as i said the big the biggest the biggest flaw with the, with the glee project system is that it it, it punishes at, like it's like it's like it's like almost like if you were a good person, you'd almost want to do bad so you can get in the bottom three, so you could show Ryan you're so good. Like that—that—that that, that seems like a counterintuitive method to actually getting getting the best people.
3: I don't. It, it's funny, you, you know. You brought up a good point with Samuel and him not getting in there till, you know. Till oh, but, but I'm, I'm glad. I'm glad he
1: won. Fairly, like if he like if he got to the final four and Ryan was and Ryan could have dismissively been like, well, I've seen Lindsay like a thousand times and Damien, I I love them and like even doesn't matter how good you are, I love them already. So it's I'm glad that that he's already there, but you know.
3: Yeah, no, <laughs> it was it, it, and and it's funny, I I I being that you know I I've been in reality and I've been casting it for you know. Over 10 years, it's funny. I actually think the elimination process of this is so organic and so real and so just awesome to watch. I I love that it's not like, I'm sorry, pack your knives and go. Like, I love that you you get to see that reaction and you get to see them then seeing seeing their heart out. Like, I really, I really love the, 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 how, how organic it feels.
1: I, I i love the reveal like when when like when you posted the list i thought that that's such a that's such an inventive way of eliminating people and i love the reaction shots and you get the reaction shots and you're like lindsay's crying and you don't know what it means like does it mean she's safe does that mean that she's yeah. out like out and that that aspect is really strong like there's there's some yeah. great things going for the glee project i i'm just i'm just you know i'm just being ed <laughs> yeah no
3: Hey, I totally I appreciate all critiques and all all um all suggestions and 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 all of that. I think it's off. Awesome. It's great to hear what people think of the show, you know. So we can, you know, make adjustments and 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 you know, I love that. Who would you guys like to see on the show?
0: That's an interesting question. Uh, you know, Ed, you, you what personality type do you think was missing from? Uh from glee project season one
1: i thought i thought you had a really diverse cast and you you did a really good job with pretty much pretty much you set it up for ryan murphy that whoever you picked it would have worked out with with some exceptions but they were gone pretty early so it didn't really matter so i think i think you i think you did it well i think just do what you're
0: doing i think we all agree though that bryce could have stuck around he was the first one eliminated oh yeah I, yeah I think we all agree that he should have stuck around a little longer I, and I'd even I think I read that Ryan Murphy had said he wished he kept him around a little longer that was kind of a shocking elimination to go first uh, he had such a unique yeah. voice and look
2: yeah that would have been yeah. a change and
3: you never know no. what, what, what the future holds yeah. so <laughs> you know it's, uh, that's, that's the cool that's the cool uh, side of reality
0: so yeah no why, doubt you
3: know, now it, it, Always so unpredictable.
0: Randy, uh, did you see Glee this week when Damien made his his debut?
3: You know what? I saw the first uh, first couple minutes. I thought it was awesome to watch him. I uh, it's still on my DVR. I still need to uh, to finish the episode, but um, I uh, I got a kick out of it. It was it was really cool to uh, to to see Damien on there.
0: It's pretty. I mean, it's kind of rare to have a reality show where the winner like becomes a part of the public consciousness to this degree. I mean, or at least our public consciousness (laughs) because we watch Glee so closely. Uh, There's not a lot of other shows where I will pay, where I will become, you know, disacquainted with the winner after he wins.
3: (laughs) No, I honestly think this show, I mean, you can get $500,000 away on the X factor, but you know, that doesn't mean that you're going to become anything. I, I love that Glee is, is giving you a guaranteed, you know, episode arc, and and the potential of that is huge. I mean, Darren Chris in the beginning, he wasn't a regular <laughs> yeah. on the show, and but the audience loved him, and that's something that you know we're seeing with with the Glee project, which is which is great.
1: Well, well it's the best thing with the Glee project, unlike American Idol, X Factor, The Voice, and all these other singing competitions, you. you you have you have a viable product that's going to come out that's going to be that's going to happen and and with with how the structure of everything is you could you could do anything you want really you don't have to be defined by any conventions because of how because of how it is and i think you did take advantage of that a lot especially with with uh with the whole how you, how you did the elimination process, even though I'm not, even though I don't, I wasn't in love with it. It was unique to the system, and and right. I like the whole interactions. So hopefully, hopefully you will continue to be like because there's no reason you can't like you, there's no reason you can't surprise the audience again this season because you haven't like it isn't like you're some kind of a established formula because it's just season two. So <laughs> well, I can tell you, there's
3: already some surprises in the works. So I, awesome. I look forward to. Hopefully being on the show again and hopefully, you know, um, uh, you know, having, having some fun banter. This has been, this has been awesome.
0: Yeah. Uh, a couple of quick questions before we let you go from yeah. our, from our listeners, uh, a couple of people asking, do you know if, uh, the songs will be on iTunes this year?
3: You know, I don't know. That is a great idea. I, uh, I will uh, I will look into that and get back
0: to you guys. Oh, that'd be amazing. Um, we yeah. do have a couple of our listeners it. a couple ah. of our listeners have actually auditioned so for the listener for our other listeners who want to support them, uh listener Wes and I believe it's listener Molly have videos that you can vote on. Awesome. So go find those. Um Oh, uh, you know, have you ever heard of uh, the kids that are eliminated earlier from the Glee project still kind of getting a conventional role on Glee, like still kind of going in, you know, outside the system?
3: I haven't heard about that just yet, but I do know that once they're on Robert's radar, it's definitely a really, really good chance. So I would say... You know, if you're hesitant to come out and audition because you're worried that, you know, you may not make it or you may not be good enough, you know, it can't hurt to at least come and try. You know, what's, what's the worst thing that could happen?
0: Very cool. Well, uh, you have auditions uh, on Sunday and Monday in Chicago. That's November sixth and seventh. You have auditions in Nashville, November ninth and tenth, and you have ad- auditions in New York on November twelfth and thirteenth. You can find all that information at thegleeprojectcasting.com. dot uh, com, where that's also where people can upload their audition videos.
3: Absolutely, upload your audition videos and pick a open call location. So. At this point, we're really encouraging people to come to the open calls. Um, you know, still upload a video. You can do both; it doesn't matter. The more ways for us to see you, the better.
0: Awesome, and no Los Angeles? <laughs> <laughs> Did you already audition uh, everyone here? <laughs>
3: Robert, Robert actually is bringing in people separately um, through through different uh, agent channels and, and stuff like that. So. Ah. Um, or, or if you upload a video, you may have a you may have a chance to to come see Robert uh, in person.
0: Yeah, we always used to say about American Idol: the reason the winners are so rarely from Los Angeles is because all the talent here is already kind of busy; like they've already got something yep. going on.
2: They've been picked through. <laughs> yeah, and, and that's L.A. for you. Yeah.
0: Totally. Oh, I had a friend who used to catch who used to cast dating shows during the heyday of dating shows, and he said at one point, yeah. like three out of every five. Uh, 20-something single people had been on a dating show. (laughs) It's crazy.
3: That statistic is probably white on.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Well, thank you so much for joining us, Randy. It was great to talk to you and uh, you know, I definitely know the three of us and many of our listeners are looking forward to Glee Project Season 2 so it gives us something to talk about.
3: (laughs) Absolutely. And if anybody wants to follow me or has any other questions they can find me on Twitter at Casting Duo or... Or Facebook. I, I I love questions. I love interacting. You know, uh, social media has really made us made us all uh, very. You know, it's it, it's fun to engage and, and and hear what sort of you know critiques or suggestions or questions people have.
0: Awesome. Well, thank you so much, dude. We'll talk to you soon.
3: Awesome. Thanks, guys. Bye. Thanks. Bye. Bye. Thank you.
0: And we're back. We want to once again thank Randy for that interview uh, and lots of cool stuff about the Glee Project. So uh, definitely looking forward to that. And they'll give us something to talk about while well, Glee is not on. But Glee is on Pot of Gold with the premiere of Damien. Damien McGinty, his m- debut on the show. He's so um, cute. But before we get too deep into it, Jennifer, what did we think of Pot of Gold?
2: I liked it. I thought it was fun. Um, I, uh, A-? minus? I don't know. Good name minus. A-. It was a lot of fun. They they did a lot. They covered a lot. They um, picked up a lot of stuff that's kind of been hanging out there for a while, and and um, I really enjoyed it. I only watched it once, though. That's my my qualifier.
0: Yeah, it's it's hard for us to get the second viewing in right now, uh, with the turnaround on our uh, on our show. Yeah. Uh, but Ed, uh, what did you think of *Pot of Gold*?
1: I just watched it literally right before we recorded, so you know, <laughs> you know, I'm pretty much free all the time nowadays. Uh,
2: <laughs> so it's fresh uh, in your head.
1: Yeah, fresh in my head. Um, I thought it was. I thought it was a very good episode. Once again, I find the music lacking, but I feel plot-wise, this was a very, very strong episode.
2: Yeah, I agree. I
0: I but, agree entirely. I think. Um, Uh, that, that's kind of been a weakness, I think, in season three thus far. season,
1: what, like, there is, there is no, don't stop believing, there is no... There's no nothing. There's no, no... Like, like honestly, I can't remember any musical number from the first three episodes. Yeah, let's make Kathy
0: emailed in with the same thing. The, the songs this season... um, Exactly right. We have not had a big closing number. We mm-hmm. haven't had a big memorably emotional number.
2: Yeah, no big dramatic turning point. I mean, we were, we were re-watching it again a little bit tonight before the show, and it got to the um, last Friday night song and I was like and I looked at Josh and I'm like, wow, is this the first song of the episode? But I totally forgot there'd already been Rainbow Connection, which was beautiful. Like, they all individually are very nice but you never come away from the episode like, like I have to hear that song again.
0: Yeah. But that said, I mean, I do think the plots in season 3 have been much, much stronger. Oh, yeah. Um, and so You know, it's like In season two, if we went 20 minutes into an episode and we still hadn't had a song, I would get really antsy and annoyed. But in season three, I have not been that annoyed by it because when the song does come, it's kind of a letdown. Uh, The first song we got in this episode um, was It's Not Easy Being Green, which we'll uh, talk about in a little while. But then we got Blaine's solo, the obligatory Blaine solo, which I'm just over the obligatory Blaine solo. I I, I know everyone likes him, but... I feel
1: like you're being... Crit- like in season 3 Blaine has not had that many solos.
0: So
2: But how many has Rachel Berry had?
1: N- I don't I don't think anyone's be
2: having much of anything.
0: <laughs> no, that's true. There's there so have been a lot.
2: No, they've it, been kind of doing so. double duty especially with the trials, but I mean Yeah, I just it it
1: isn't so much like if you, like if you look at episodes like Vitamin D, it isn't so much the quantity of songs cuz they tried that that was season 2. Right. Yeah. Like season mm-hmm. 2 was quantity of songs. It's it isn't quantity it's purely quality and and none of them have been they've either, they've either been the wrong song or the wrong context or some combination thereof
0: so uh, yeah i i totally agree like, i
1: like fix like you was probably a good was that was a good context wrong song um in other other places i'm sure it was just the wrong context like about i don't know it was, it's just frustrating <laughs>
0: I mean, and all that said, there were a lot of things about this episode that I liked. I thought that Damien was fun. Um, he's not the best actor in the world. Yeah, he he kind of blinks. Yeah, he, he blinks when he gets nervous. Um, he's very smiley. <laughs> but and he's yeah, he pretty much smiled the entire time, even when he was being uh, even when he was being. Berated knocked around by... yeah berated thank you but at the same, same time i thought he was fun you know and it was cool to have him on um i thought his two songs like even though they weren't you know that the, the, the even though they didn't knock my socks off like within the plot i thought they were both really pretty i mean he obviously has a gorgeous voice and so that's you know that was pleasant um and it, and i think it's cool to have him in you know i think it I like that concept of, like, Finn having to recruit new members for the Glee Club to make up for the mistakes he's made by, like, pushing people away. I, I kind of like that as a plot line. Uh, so, yeah, there, there are different things that I like about it.
2: Interesting, because I didn't, I didn't take it as that he was trying to replace people he pushed away. I just thought it was because people were leaving and he was stepping up and, and trying to take hold of the, the role of leadership again. The whole... Hmm to be the leader again of the group
0: yeah he's i mean yeah finn continues to be like this guy who gets a lot of screen time without a lot of character development or without a lot of character movement
2: he was kind of funny though like there was some really cute moments with him he did he had some nice ones well that was really fun and kind of you know kind of personal and yeah, there's some cute things.
0: So it, it was it was a good episode. It wasn't a great episode. I think that when I, what I realized today is that um, while, while I work, uh, after lunch, I kind of steal like a half hour while I'm checking email and other stuff. And I bring up Hulu and I watch an episode of Parenthood. And um, I was realizing that I watch these episodes of Parenthood while I'm doing other things. And I'm sure that like not every episode of Parenthood is good. I'm sure that it has some weak ones and some great ones and some middle-of-the-road ones. Um, but because I'm not, you know, I'm kind of like watching it while I do other things, I think every episode is, of Parenthood is good. <laughs> and I'm realizing that part of the struggles I'm having with Glee as a show is that we watch it so intently. You mm. know, we watch it and we study it. We yeah, take Yeah, we analyze it. And... Uh, there's a part of me that's like kind of started making a conscious effort effort with Pot of Gold to kind of take a step back and say, you know, let's just watch it and have fun with it and just kind of let it be. And then after I experience that, then I can go ahead and criticize the crap out of it because we have to talk about something for sixty minutes. Uh, you know, it's just kind of uh, i i i I, uh, I get a lot of i get a lot of crap from the listeners for being a little negative. So I'm just saying like. Hey, make it an effort. Thank here. you, listeners. <laughs> but uh, but we had you know we had some kind of interesting plot lines. But we should just talk about Damien right off the top. Damien coming in. I guess he's staying with Brittany. Is that what's going on? Yep, foreign exchange student. He's Brittany's foreign exchange student. He did eat a candy bar out of a litter box. Oh my which god! Grossed me the <laughs> crap out.
1: I'm sure. Sh- I'm sure it was okay. I mean, calm down, people. It well, was just no, so funny. No, the concept,
0: just... okay? I know that it was probably clean kitty litter, but the concept...
2: And Mr. Tubbington <laughs> never really pooped in it, but <laughs> yeah, they didn't know that.
0: Good <laughs> Lord. <laughs> I could not imagine. I thought uh, he was
2: going to keep them wrapped in the... I thought he was going to keep them in the wrapper and then put them in there.
0: Now, why is... Can anyone tell me why Rory is dressed like Kinnicky? Like, is there, does he, he, he Kinnicky? No, Jeff Conner, I know, he's totally a character way? from Greece. Like, the way he's dressed, he's totally, like, a character from Greece.
2: Well, Ireland is stuck in the 60s. What can I is say? The, no, I don't know. <laughs> you've been there. You've seen the so way have you. Dress.
0: So have you. Yeah. yeah I know,
2: but I'm, I'm telling him. You, you've seen the way people dress there.
0: Apparently, I'm on my I'm on my own.
2: I didn't I like. didn't I didn't make the connection.
0: Ed, how did you feel about Damien's debut on the show?
1: I thought it was better than I. Expected. I mean, like like Lindsay, I I've been I, I liked him a lot. I was kind of I want to say I was blown away. I don't know if I was blown away, but I was blown away with Lindsay. But with definitely with Damien I he completely fit the show perfectly. I have little doubts with the other like whoever like I'm. Wow, Ed, enunciate yourself. Whoever wins, I know will work out. That is what I'm trying to say. Because they've shown they've shown they could they've shown at least they can introduce characters well and they they do that consistently. They they consistently introduce characters well. It's the middle part that gets a little fuzzy. But (laughs) but this introduction is always strong for any Mm -hmm. character.
0: Uh, d- how great was it when Damien was singing his last song and he did the falsetto, which was a pretty capable falsetto, and they cut to Kurt in the in the room and he was like, "Oh, really?" <laughs> like that was one of the best reaction shots we've had all season. Kurt was. Well, that
1: awesome. that was some of the magic of season one. Was the was the reaction shots yeah. that were just like throwaways? Yeah, I'm glad I'm glad to see that that's coming back for sure.
2: Oh yeah, it was perfect because I mean. Kurt that's you know first his boyfriend is stealing the leads and now this new kid is coming in and in stepping on his other territory <laughs> I thought it was I thought it was really great I
0: thought it was great uh we also of course had Santana uh pulling Brittany away um they're they're kind of dating um maybe or maybe not dating underneath the napkin dating (gasps) yes exactly i was
2: kind of surprised that santana did that
0: oh cover it with the napkin well she's still not out out
2: i know but yeah i don't know okay
0: uh and they went over to shelby's group which was kind of interesting shelby's group being i guess i don't know if it's going to continue being an all group all All girl group. You're rubbing off on me, Ed. Uh, But it at least was an all girl group for this week, Uh, and Shelby's group continuing to grow. It's kind of fun. I mean, it's kind of fun to have them all together. But what did we think of Candyman, Ed?
1: I thought it was a good performance. Like I was, yeah, it was just good. I mean, it wasn't. It isn't the best. A, it isn't the best Christina Aguilera song. B, it isn't the best song in the world. But in general, like I, it was probably definitely one of the top performances of the season, in in my opinion. I mean,
0: yeah. Uh, typo says Santana isn't in the closet, she's under the napkin. Um, <laughs> I would, I would probably have to disagree with you on both points, Ed. Uh, I would say you, it, you think
1: you think it's one of Christine Aguilar's best songs, I, and you think it was one of the worst songs of the season, uh, <laughs> so exa-
0: Honestly, yeah, I, that's exactly how I feel. I wouldn't say it's one of the worst songs of the season, but, um, but, but
1: it was I, so joyful. It was so joyful. It was, it was it joyful,
0: was. and I love that they, you know, they captured that kind of, like, Boogie Woogie Bugle Boy, which is obviously what the song is kind of, you know, aimed towards. Um, and, and, and I liked those aspects of it. Uh, it's been a while since we this had, like, a big so nice all-girl number. Yeah, no, I, totally. It was just, the in comparison to the original song, they didn't bring anything new oh, to the yeah, song. They, oh, no, and in comparison, this, no. it just didn't compare.
1: Like, yeah, it was it was pretty much the same. But see, that that just shows the the weak level of songs that have been this season for me to be saying that.
0: <laughs> Jennifer, but, how did you feel about Candyman?
2: I thought it was fun, but I actually forgot it was in the show until you just played it.
0: Oh, well,
2: there um, you go. <laughs> yeah, no, I thought it was totally fun. I, I love that, you know, that, that 40s look, the pin-up look, and I think that their voices together were great, and, and it was fun to see... I don't know three other random girls in addition to the girl with Asperger's, you know, doing this beautifully choreographed backup that dancing. Was funny. I was like, "Wait a second, where did they come
0: from? Who <laughs> oh, I these?" Mean,
2: and if I look closely, I swear they're in their thirties. But um, I thought it was a lot of fun in the moment. Um, but I just I forgot that that was the song that they did. But it's, but but the repor-
1: but the song itself, like the performance itself, actually did propel, is going to propel the plot line forward because now Finn and Mister Schuster, who were in attendance randomly, yeah. and it's their auto- auditorium, and they can kick them out at any second. But at for- like it actually shows that they're irrelevant. Their 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 trouble tones. Their trouble.
0: Tones. <laughs> the trouble tones. The trouble tones. <laughs> I was
1: is, okay. I want. Is there an euphemism I'm missing there? Because if there is, I'd like to be informed.
0: Well, there's the treble, like the treble. clef.
1: No but, I, no, but I was hoping, I was hoping, I was hoping for something sexual.
0: No, I think it's just the treble clef. It's you no, know, you think they're looking for like a new directions or an R L uh, intensity type thing? Or
1: yeah, there's like so many of those. Like I was, I was like, okay, I I literally was like dissecting. I was like, what am I missing? <laughs> I don't I don't see it, but maybe it's because I'm not looking. One of the one of the best parts of the episode was when Santana referred to Glee as if it were the, sh- like if, like, as if she was in the show, like she was aware that it was a show. She's like, I was like, well, I had Valerie and I was the lips in Rocky horror, which didn't actually happen in the, in the context. Totally. Of the, you know, right. That was
0: hilarious. I was like,
1: Oh, that's so good. I love you. Santana.
0: There were a couple of those actually, where somebody just randomly name checked saying something that happened in an earlier episode. Um, Hello Moto 237 says I'm surprised we finally saw Carol after how many episodes which Jennifer had the exact same reaction I
2: kind of like jumped out of my seat Cause <laughs> wasn't she like on this new TV show or something like that yeah it was just so weird but I like that they I mean because she's been out of our vision for so long I like that they just sort of like you know she's here see okay you're good she looks, she looks good she looks yeah. really good
1: like the new hair. Like I new really hair.
0: would love to Touching have, down. now that we have two glee clubs, I would love to have an episode where somebody walks in and the band's like not there because they're like, dude, we can't play for both of you all the time. <laughs> no, It'd be man. so funny they're, to... They're, they're, they're magical bands.
1: They could, they're could. they there. So just funny. I, would, I would just
0: love though for like two people to walk out on stage and, and Rachel's like, I prepared this song for you so that we can sing it together so I can tell you how much I love you. Where the heck is Brad? And he like runs on. He's like, sorry, I got another song. It's like I'm, I just missed it Brad doesn't talk Oh that's right Brad doesn't talk no, but He talks at the just, movie theater
2: See, everyone, in gets the mad movie
1: theater. At, everyone gets mad at Britney for Believing in Santa Claus and Leprechauns When the real magic is the band Who's just always there and knows the music
0: awesome. so,
1: so, so you live in a world Where you have people follow you around With magical fairy instruments And they just know everything <laughs> And then you get mad at her When
0: she believes in Leprechauns Okay that was so oh. cute Now, Pelby happened
2: you go going with Pelby, not Shuck
0: I'm going with Pelby, I think it, Pelby's it, it, cuter Pelby for sure, without All question right. I think Pelby's cuter Um, I, I don't Jennifer, Pelby
2: Not surprised
0: Not my question Not even bothered
2: <laughs> All right. Well, I mean, okay, yes, she's a teacher, he's a student there's that Um, she adopted his biological daughter there's that (laughs) but it's like I feel like there could be something there between them as opposed to with him and Quinn (laughs) so I'm like go for it I
0: keep picturing the moment where like uh, where like Pelby and Quinn are all so Shelby Puck and Quinn are like in a in a family therapist's office and they describe it and then you cut over to the family therapist and he's just slamming his head into a table. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, these people have no boundaries. Just coma test.
2: <laughs> Oh, and by the way, whichever listener wrote on the Facebook that every time Quinn said, "I want my baby back." She just kept hearing, "I want my baby back, baby back, baby." I have that in my head now. Oh my god! I can't stop saying that.
0: Uh, yes, it does remind me of Dawson's Creek, but I Pelby's just—it feels too goofy. It fe- it feels too much like like dartboard writing, where you put all the characters. No, that's, it feels.
1: It feels- it feels natural. How does it not feel natural? It doesn't
2: feel dartboard to me.
1: Uh, I don't know. I just. I think yeah, like right. it feels so organic. I I completely disagree with you, Josh. It's it's one of the most organic relationships on Glee. Interesting.
0: I mean, I just I can't get past the emotional damage that's being you know, done to Puck, everyone Puck, involved. A
1: <laughs> Puck constantly sleeps with older women. That's that's been determined in. Yes. So so and B. I mean, he's he's. She's mothering his child. Who else would you be attracted to? I mean...
0: Freddie the Flaky says, well, at least they look the same age. <laughs> yeah, Mark's like... Mark and, and, and uh, Corey is looking old this season. And I mean, wow. not old, but just like to be playing an 18-year-old kid. He's looking pretty old. Yeah, when old. he's
2: talking with Damien, you're like, wow. He's like
0: my age.
2: He's very fresh-faced.
0: <laughs> yeah.
2: Um, yeah, I don't... I don't have a problem. I mean, yeah, I know there's isu- I know there's there's problems with it, but it doesn't feel forced and manipulated to me. Hmm. There's something, I mean, Puck gravitates towards strong women and and this is something that, you know, it it seems kind of right. It seems like it's been happening for a long while
0: that is a that that is the most apt character observation of Puck. i think we've had <laughs> in 86 episodes of this show uh, he does definitely gravitate towards strong women that is entirely mm-hmm. true
1: and and quinn this all leads to the quintervention episode so it's it's i'm i'm <laughs> all behind it
0: oh my
2: god hashtag I have
1: to... oh what
2: I, ho- I hope that is an upcoming episode quintervention Oh,
1: that's a great title. Hashtag Quintervention will happen. Wow. That (laughs) That
2: would be hysterical.
0: Yes. uh, Mark and Corey are both 29. Mm -hmm. And I think Matthew Morrison is like 32. He's 33, yeah. (laughs) He's 33. That's hilarious. Um, So, yeah, it was... We also got Bert in this episode, who is going to run for office against Sue. Uh, Sue's Sue's corner at the beginning was pretty great, but Bert's whatever Bert's, Bert's corner, corner, like that's yeah. how, I'm Bert Hummel, and that's how I see it. That was genius. Like that was, I wanted to put, I wanted that to be my ringtone. Like <laughs> I loved his his yeah. thing about you know when things go to crap, the arts is when we need more than ever. Like, that was fantastic. And seriously, Michael Malley continues to be, like, yeah. one of the greatest greatest people ever. Um, and he's from Swansea? Austin. Where is he from? Oh, I don't
2: know if he's from Swansea. Or Swampscot? He's somewhere. Else. I don't know. Yeah, he's, he's, oh, I'll look it up right now.
0: Somebody's going to find it first, I know. Bert, in this episode running as a write-in candidate, uh, he did have that comment, though, where he said... Uh, I just want to see her win at least once. Or I just want to see her lose at least once. And we've actually yeah. seen Sue lose a couple times now. Well,
2: she lost um, the championships last she year. She won
0: nationals, yeah.
2: Lost nationals. Lost
0: nationals, thank you. But, uh, but Bert's going in, so that'll be fun to see how that develops as well.
2: But, okay, so then they're all at, you know, then they're having family dinner at Breadsticks. And he... He's going to move to Washington?
0: Well, I guess like, if he wins, he has to move to Washington.
2: Just as Boston.
0: Oh, it just as Boston? Yeah. I, was
2: I saw him in person once. He introduced um, Buffalo Tom at T.T. the Bears in Cambridge.
0: Totally off topic. I yeah, saw Lenny awesome. Clark at the grocery store yesterday. Oh. Uh, so I, I, I don't remember. Uh.
2: Uh, going to Washington, Michael Ma- um, Burt um running against sue there's lots of elections and running against
0: that's true they're
2: almost halfway through their high school year and they don't have a senior class president yet
0: that is pretty hilarious now that you mention it what is the point of even running at this point you're supposed to run for the next year
2: yeah should have been established at the end of the year
0: totally uh, yes, Bird is definitely father of the century. That's the comment in the chat room as currently. Um, and uh, we did get a little kind of seeding of the future that Finn might be staying in Lima to take care of the shop while Rachel goes to New York to go be Rachel. I don't see how there's any universe in which this show doesn't have Rachel go to New York. I, I don't see how that's even possible.
2: Yeah, she's got to at least try. She definitely has to try.
0: Yeah. Oh, totally. Totally. Now, we had a debate, you and I, um, we had to talk about Quinn's act or um, not Quinn's acting, <laughs> uh, <laughs> but, oh. but Diana Agron's acting in this episode. You were not thrilled with it in this okay. episode. Okay.
2: It was that scene when she was talking with Puck, and Puck was saying, you know, there's a lot of naysayers out there who say, I can't get my pool business going, and then, you know, then you cut to Quinn and Puck, and and she's telling him that there's not enough pools, and he has to think of their future, and if they're going to get their baby back, then baby
0: back baby, yeah, back, baby back. they, <laughs> if they get can their get their baby, baby, back. Back, baby back. Then baby back.
2: he has to do something, and she called social services, and and then she goes on about how she has nothing, and Beth is the only perfect thing that she's ever done, and when everybody else goes off and does their thing, she'll at least have that. And it just, I was watching the whole scene unfold and I i just, I couldn't tell if she was a bad actress or if that was just an awkward scene to watch.
0: I think it was just awkward writing, personally. I was kind of listening at, because, I mean, we've had nice moments of acting from Diane in the past. Yeah. Um, so it struck me like- as just kind of a bad writing, but it could be. Wrong.
2: I mean, I just remember last year being so blown away and thinking like she has this, you know, really, you know, this very controlled sense of subtlety and so forth. But now I'm just like, huh, that's just just came off very flat to me.
0: Hmm. Yeah. I, I, and this episode was directed by Adam Shankman, who, uh, you know, directed the uh, Hairspray movie ah. and lots of. Lots of stuff. We
2: need more Eric Stoltz. Maybe that's it.
0: Is that what you, you want more Eric Stoltz on the show? I think so. <laughs> there are other directors other than Eric Stoltz and Adam Schengen. Um But yeah, you know, Quinn. Uh, Quinn's getting kind of evil. Ed, how did you feel about Quinn getting a little evil trying to steal the baby away?
2: Or send Shelby to jail. <laughs>
0: I thought...
1: Quinn was genius. I, I loved <laughs> Quinn because this all leads to quintervention. So I'm behind it. One hundred and twenty percent.
0: Well, one hundred and twenty percent is a lot. It, it, is, it is
1: considerably more than physically possible. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, we uh, we're we're almost out of time uh, with the interview as well. But uh, is there did we forget anything, anything big in the episode that we want to bring up?
2: Um a giant box of just the lucky charm marshmallows would be
0: amazing. I know you dream of that. I do
1: dream See, of I that. want I want the
0: reverse. I want a
1: box of lucky charm cereal pieces. I don't like the marshmallows. That's
0: called every other cereal. Though. So <laughs> I'll, I'll oh, sift what?
2: out the I'll sift out go. the crunchy parts and you sift <laughs> out your marshmallows and send them to me.
0: Yeah, I'll send yeah, you my uh,
2: crunchy parts.
0: <laughs> exactly. As as
1: Audrey said, my end game is like as long as it's all headed towards quintervention, it's, it's, <laughs> it's, it's on the right track, baby. Yeah.
0: <laughs> now, what do you envision for quintervention, though? Like, how, do you, how would you write quintervention?
1: I, I discussed it last episode.
0: Oh, I'm sorry. I apologize. Oh, did, did, you, did you listen?
1: You didn't listen. I, didn't, oh, I haven't uh, listened to it yet. I'm sorry. I, I, there's a percentage of me that's partially offended. Less <laughs> than 100.
0: Less than 120.
1: Less than 100. Even. I apologize. It was a crazy it,
0: week. It's okay. You're it was for a big England. weekend. It was a, Ed. What did you dress up as for Halloween?
1: Uh, nothing. I don't. I don't. I don't do Halloween. I don't. I don't like Halloween. Like I don't know what it is about it. But it's not magical. It's not mystical. And if I want candy, I can just go buy it anytime I want. I don't like. I don't. I. I'm like the worst person in the world. I just cause I, I don't know. Every day is the stage. I don't. I don't need to be. I don't need to be like pretending like it just is on one day of the year.
0: Uh, and Jennifer and I d- dressed as Louise and Bob from Bob's Burgers. Yes, I
1: saw that, and that's pretty epic.
0: I mean, was, that remember. was fun. Then was we easy. went to a crazy party at a warehouse. Uh, so, <laughs> crazy party at a un- warehouse.
1: Was it underground warehouse? And were you the only one in attendance at some band concert? Because that'd be fierceness.
0: Um, well, there it were it, a lot of bands that played. There were
2: there were a couple of bands. There's one out back, one in the the main room. There's was a band just,
0: called High Karate, which I don't know how you can be a band in, like that's not from 1984 and yeah. plays butt rock on some the Sunset Strip and be called High Karate. Yeah,
2: it was pretty crazy. There was like about three or four hundred people there. <laughs> I couldn't tell. There were so many rooms off of this like weird, scary corridor of this warehouse. It was it was crazy.
0: Marty 186 was a warbler for Halloween. Awesome. <laughs> um, awesome so we we a couple of people have brought up before we go mentioning the promo for next week when it looks like some people are getting naughty, so uh we will discuss naughty time next week uh from from Finchel and of course uh, uh Klain. so that'll be that'll be yeah th- that'll be one of those awkward conversations you guys got to understand that we love you all as our listeners but um, I do often kind of think of you as our children, and so there is there is a little part of me in the back of my head that's like, you know, don't don't fight in for the kids, and, uh, and, <laughs> and don't
2: ta- don't have the sex talk. Yeah,
0: I don't I don't know if I'm ready to have the sex talk with you guys, so we'll see how that turns out. Wow! Though so they did do lack of virgin in season one, so we got that going.
2: Yeah, there was lots <laughs> of stuff, and then you've got Brittany and Santana. Okay. Oh.
0: I don't
1: know. Well, what isn't did, like, is this official that Jesse's coming back at some point this season? Uh, that, well,
0: that would, that's kind of spoilery. So, um, I don't well, know.
1: I'm, I'm, I don't even know if it is official. I'm saying, is that official?
0: Yeah, it's totally official. Oh,
1: oh well that's, that's exciting. Yeah. I guess
0: because Ra- Leah Michelle is like a spoiler fountain on See, her I Twitter. <laughs> I don't follow
2: her. I follow Rachel Berry.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, I follow both. <laughs> Rachel Berry.
2: I follow Rachel Berry. It's pretty Uh, funny.
0: Well, Ed, would you like to thank some iTunes reviewers before we go? Oh, yes.
1: Wow. Like decidedly unprepared. So. Oh, it's all right. It's so let's 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 make some awkward segues.
0: Awkward segues. Houseaholic says, I'm 18 now. I can legally appreciate what will be on my TV next week. Uh,
3: (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Oh
2: wait, I just need them to be eighteen on the screen so that yeah, I can that's legally where appreciate it. It's it.
0: uncomfortable. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so here's some glee uh, gleeful reviewers. Thank you so much for reviewing us. Uh, written in the stars, Bar Weese, Mrs. Creamer, Melanie Grossi, Kelly the Librarian, Tay Tay, Victoria Balsamo. Eddie Gin- Ginsberg and Wah, thank you very much for reviewing us. And uh, if you have yet to review
0: us, please do so. So thank you. Uh, yeah,
2: thanks, everybody. Yes,
0: thank yeah, everyone awesome. for reviewing us. You can find us online at GleefulPodcast.com, um, on Twitter at GleefulPodcast. Uh, this is such a slow song to go out on. I know. Um, I feel like we are going It's pretty... pretty. We're going to take a nap with you now. I hope none of you are in your cars. The kids, kids, I'm going to read you a story in a little while. But until then, I want you all to close your eyes and, uh, and 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 I'll tuck you in. And, all right. Um, I think we just so crossed that line. You can find us on uh, Twitter at Global Podcast. I'm at Josh Burnell. She's at Jenny B. Creative. He's at Edward Giordano. You can find us on facebook just search for Gleeful podcast uh, we also have a voicemail if you'd like to leave a voicemail i apologize we weren't didn't have time to get any of to any of them this week but we'll try to catch up with a few of those next week as well as next week when we discuss what's next week's episode called anybody the first time the first time da-na-na-da, da-na-na-da. Uh, and in this moment ed i will ask you what song will they sing while they do the nasty I I
1: don't know I, I actually have not Looked up any song spoilers And I have no idea I was
0: just guess- I You brought, I never would have dawned on me That you'd already know I was actually No I, nice. I have no a hunch. idea Jennifer any hunches For what song They sing while they do The nasty Because this is Glee um, That's what they will do Let's go all the way <laughs> Uh <laughs>
2: Dream Sugar balls?
0: I don't know Oh sexual healing
2: Sexual <laughs> Healing Let's
0: get it on Let's, let's get, get it on, on. Um, um if, I
1: wondered, if I was going to throw something out there, mm-hmm. I would. I would recommend Lead Meester and and uh, Robin Thick Somebody to Love.
0: Oh, that's good. That's good. Uh, Mary Joe eighty four said that song by Lonely Island featuring Akon. You guys can search for that on YouTube because <laughs> that would be hilarious. For the Gliffle Podcast with Josh Dinnet, I'm Josh. I'm Jen. I'm Ed. Peace out. Special thank you to Robert Bernstein for joining us. What? Randy. Whoa. I was like,
1: Randy? Randy <laughs> Bernstein
0: for joining us. Uh, check out the Glee Project Casting.com for all your Glee Project Casting needs. Good night, everyone. Good
2: night.
1: So you, you need to redo Teenage Dream with different with, with different vocalists. <laughs> ethnic-ness. As House of Holics said, I, I had that idea as well. So that would I, I be funny. Play
0: motion pass. really slow naughty version of teenage jane no
1: not not even slow just 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 different vocalists they could even have the warblers in the background watching (laughs) (laughs) oh my god
0: this song I like barely knew this song it's like an it's like an 80s ballad I like barely knew it but it's a pretty pretty obscure poll.